Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kenichiha Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And we are, are going to talk about what we are watching this season, fall 2023. Mm-hmm. And it is quite a bit. Yeah, this is a really good season. It's a good season. Yeah. Um, so to start off, um, start with the season two of the season, mm-hmm. Spike's Family. Which maybe kind of feels like a season three because yeah, the it's season, kind of a season three. the first season was split into two, whatever. But this is technically season two. Um, so far, it's still very cute. Yeah. What I am noticing, just in these first three episodes, is that we've lost the plot just a little bit. Yes. And maybe it'll pick back up more um, later on in the season. But we ended season one with Lloyd finally meeting the bad guy that he's after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how that, that's how that season ended, is that they met. I mean, it was very brief, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were there. You know, like it wasn't some showdown, but they met. And he was like, oh, contact, finally. And in these first three episodes they've all kind of felt like filler 100 percent. so maybe we'll get more like actual plot obviously it's still a funny show still very funny definitely still enjoy watching it so that's what i have to say about that yeah it's um nice to see your actually being acknowledged mm-hmm. and existing because that didn't really happen in the last season yeah that's fair mm-hmm and, like, they actually talk about how she's an assassin and doing assassin things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, we mentioned it in our last uh, season review, but Dark Gathering is still continuing. Yes. And I guess there's not too much more to say on that. If you watched our um, season review, other than it is continuing, still good, um little like spirit hunting spirit of the week yeah but um un- unlike what we talked about in the um in the season review mm-hmm. is that now in this second half of the show it's a lot more um serious yes it's a lot more serious um, a lot more serious also well the, the danger is greater yes the danger is greater it's a lot more gruesome mm-hmm. um and uh the spirits are more well defined they're more unique now yes definitely and so that that's something cool to see Mm -hmm. um like i said in our season review um the first half of the season almost seemed kind of like a prologue to yeah. yeah to what is now the second half and will maybe continue into a second season and you know um now things are serious now they're like oh we're actually moving the plot forward into like yes. okay this is this is our goal mm-hmm. this is our end goal right so excited to see where that goes yes again still very cool to see an actual horror show <laughs> um in an anime season cuz um there aren't a lot of them there really aren't. No, there's not. Um, there's not really. I feel like whenever you look up horror anime, 
you get a lot of like Jinji Ito mm-hmm. animated because um, Jinji Ito does manga. Um, and his stories are, you know, so popular that they they are like kind of several iterations of them being right. animated. But that's kind of it. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, there's Miracle. There's Miracle. But that was also pretty like um, Ghost of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. And okay. And like, so another thing about this horror that like makes me appreciate it so much is that it is like it is funny you know they have funny moments yeah but like it's serious it's like pretty serious and like they almost die yeah (laughs) but it's not like cringy yeah because there's a lot of cringy horror that's like over the top Mm -hmm. and so this is like like I I don't want to say realistic, but like this is like horror of ghost stories that would be real stories. That would be real. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's cool to see that like horror that's not cringy over the top. Right. And can actually get pretty scary. Yeah. Like I'll just put it out there. Like you do you get some jump scares, you get some like the the spirits have a particular power that is like really scary like i thought that the um the chanting monk oh that was so he cool. was so cool yeah and that was really so cool. freaky um so yeah that is really cool about them that they actually mm-hmm. seem like powerful scary spirits yeah yeah okay now getting into well first oh, i want to talk about what i'm watching oh, yeah, i'm yeah, watching one extra thing right um i am watching um girlfriend girlfriend season two mm-hmm. um this is i i love me a good um a good polyamorous um show <laughs> and not a harem yeah so like you know we've talked about this before about how like harem anime is not really like what a harem actually is Mm -hmm. um so a harem anime will be like oh all the girls are into the guy but he never actually chooses one right while this show is like he has a girlfriend and then he's like a huge dumbass that just Mm -hmm. like cannot um but has like a really good heart Mm -hmm. um and this other girl is like confesses his feeling her feelings to him and he like falls in love with her and so like then he's like i i have to have two girlfriends because i can't hurt break her heart right um and then so in the first season um there was the original girlfriend's best friend which also likes him but is like oh i can't like him because he's my best friend's boyfriend and then there was also this streamer that was introduced that is just like super into him, but he has literally no interest in her. Um, it's pretty funny, especially in the second season. So they've really like the second season and the whole plot is that now it's summer break. And um, so him and his two girlfriends live together. Um, then the best friend was like 
um, I'm going to live with you during summer break so that you guys don't do anything bad so that I can try to break up your two timing uh, and just like get you <laughs> to, you know, only mm-hmm. date my, my best friend. Right. Um, stupid plot. <laughs> and then like the streamer girl is like, so like not even a part of the plot, like at all. <laughs> like they have like pretty much gotten rid of her to the point that the, like the, the halfway bumpers um, are like it'll be like her and she's like this doesn't count as screen time <laughs> and then they were just like like I don't think she was even in the first episode oh my goodness yeah and so um, third episode they go to the festival like uh, the summer summer festival mm-hmm. and you know hijinks ensue the blonde the streamer girl um, like is trying to get his attention and he is so not about it. He is just like like pushing her out of the way and she'll be she'll give this like really heartfelt like, you know, I love you so much. I just want some attention mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Sorry, no." And mm-hmm. like and he gives the reason of like, you know, I I don't watch your videos anymore. I don't really want to inter- follow you anymore. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, <laughs> I don't want to interact with you anymore because like, I'm afraid of falling for you. Okay. And so like, I like that because it's like, this is a show where he has these two girlfriends, mm-hmm. but he only, he doesn't want to build a harem. And so it's like almost like a respect thing. Right. Yeah. It's really cool to see. Um, it is total like trash TV. <laughs> like, and I love my trashy shows. Of course. They're fun. Um, but yeah, it was, it's super good. And we'll talk about, you know what we should talk let's about. Just gonna, let's just segue yes. right into it. Yeah. So you're right in the next show, the hundred girlfriends who really, 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 really love me. Yes. Which we're going to just say 100 Girlfriends. Yeah, 100 Girlfriends. Yeah, but that is the full title. Yeah. And um, if you couldn't tell, it's about a guy who gets 100 girlfriends. Now, to actually uh, explain why. There's this boy in high school. Now he's in high school, right? Yeah, boy in high school. And he has been rejected 100 times. And there's nothing wrong with him. That's like a plot point Yeah, is that even his friend is like, I don't get it mm-hmm. because like you're decent looking enough. You're nice. Like you're not like a loser. I don't get it. And he's like, yeah, I don't get it either. So he goes to a shrine and says, please, I just want like I want a high school romance. Essentially, he's like, yeah. I want my time to come. And the deity, the God <laughs> comes out and says, Hey, so about that, I goofed up. I really goofed up. So I accidentally made you like really unlucky, like when you were born. So sorry about that. But I'll make up for it by, since you've been rejected a hundred times, I'm going to give you 100 girlfriends, 100 soulmates. Soulmates, yeah. I'm going to give you 100 soulmates. And of course, he's like, 
that's great. Like, I can kind of get my pick, right? Right. And the god is like, no. The catch is that all of these girls are going to be madly in love with you. And anyone that you reject is going to die. It's such a stupid plot. I love it. Yeah. So then he's like, well, I don't want anybody to die, right? He's a nice guy. So then that's how the hijinks ensue. Uh, Right off the bat, he gets two girlfriends because they bump into him at the same time. Yeah. Um, It's the Sundari, like super Sundari. And then one that's more like girly. Yeah. Girly. Like the nice girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like the nice girl. Um, And the thing is that he really wants to make them happy. Yes. He has. He also has immaculate Riz. He has so much Riz. And he's like crazy romantic. Mm -hmm. Genuinely crazy romantic. Um, So he will do anything to keep them both happy. And he doesn't lie to them oh yeah no he says i mean okay he doesn't tell them about the whole like you will die thing. Yeah, yeah i, I yeah. what i mean is that he says he like gets them together and is like look i can't pick one so how about you guys both be my girlfriend and of course at first they're kind of like oh like that's dumb like you can't do that you can't two-time us um but once again the whole thing is that like, he is their soulmate also. So they don't want to reject him. So mm-hmm. they just go along with it. Yeah. And they do kind of have, like, some, you know, competitiveness. Yeah, it's cute. It's, yeah. And um, it's it's pretty cute. Yeah, it's really funny because <laughs> this guy is insane. He is um, insane. <laughs> so, like, they, they try to come up with a situation or, like, a... <laughs> a workaround of who gets to have his first kiss because he's never kissed anyone before mm-hmm. and both of them want to be their the kiss to be the first kiss mm-hmm. and so he does this really convoluted thing to make it to where it's unbiased of course and like, it just, like blindfold yes. earplugs yeah it just like, does not work out yeah and so they all three kiss at the same time like lean in and kiss yes which means which that was really funny it was really funny because they the girls had to get over the fact that they were going to kiss each other yeah and now he gets to kind of like make fun of them for it yeah like oh wait you guys already kissed so why are y'all mad like <laughs> um and then just recently we introduced the third girlfriend who once again immaculate riz crazy romantic this guy is insane such a nice guy who just is going to get the most girlfriends Right. So the third girl is the shy one, the one who um, isn't really good at talking. So who can't talk. Well, who can't talk? She like I feel like doesn't she get like one or two words out? But like no, not really. it's only she only speaks in the in the book in the book. No, meaning like in the like retelling of oh, the book. Oh, in the past. In the like past tense. Um, no, memory, like sorry in. Not even in memory. It was um, whenever she was the princess and he was the uh, prince, like, I retelling the story. That was the only time we hear her voice. So she's the librarian's assistant. And she has a favorite book. And she's memorized this book. And what she does is she can find lines in the book to explain what she wants to say. And it's a fantasy fairy tale kind of book. Um, and he's, like, cool with it, you know? Yeah. 
Um, he reads the book. He reads the next book. They like kind of bond over it. And then he makes her an app, like an an audiobook of the this book that does not have an audiobook. <laughs> he um, types it all in, like himself. Yeah. Makes it text to speech so she can like click on the lines and it'll say it on her phone. And it is so adorable. It is. It is it so really cute. Is. Yeah. And she is like, I'm not worthy. Like, you know, of course, she's like, this is, like, so crazy. No one's ever been this nice to me. Um, also, she knows that he has two other girlfriends. And that does also make her pretty sad. But then he's like, no, you don't get it. You can be my third girlfriend. I know. <laughs> and she says, okay. Yeah, And then the much. episode ends with them, with him introducing her. Like, hey, so this is going to be the third one, okay? And, of course... They're like, what do you mean? But okay, actually, the Sundere is like, what are you talking about? But the really nice girl <laughs> really is nice like, girl oh, like, you have so much love. You have so much love. Isn't that so sweet? Yeah. So it's pretty funny and ridiculous. If you like a good, funny, ridiculous comedy. Um, there are some like it does have lewd jokes. Mm-hmm. I just want to like put that out there. It does have lewd joke because the nice girl does have big bosoms and knows it <laughs> and there are like upskirt shots and things like that just like by the way it's not mm-hmm. it's not all innocent sorry but um we we make the joke that it seems like the person who both wrote and maybe even draw draws this maybe has made a uh, hentai game or two. It look. It really looks like um, it. It kind of looks like it. Uh, not that it's like. There's like no nudity, but like it. It gives that kind of that kind of vibe. Uh, still pretty cute though. Okay, next. Let's go on to the next. Um, the next uh, romance. The our dating story. The inexperienced you. Sorry, the experienced you and the inexperienced me. Which is a misleading title. It's pretty misleading. So it's a pretty classic nerdy yeah. nerdy boy Gyaru girl. Popular Which, girl. Don't get me wrong. I love a Gyaru. We love the like, Gyaru. We love a Gyaru. Yeah. So the story starts with our popular boy. Um sorry. I said that wrong with our nerdy boy who with his nerdy friends um, making a really dumb bet about test scores. Yes. And it was actually who did the best. These like incel friends. Oh, my are gosh. His like, friends are terrible. They are so awful. They are awful. Damn. And they're like, they're like, well, we're all degenerates and stupid because we watch streamers. Because we are streamers. We watch streamers and yeah, we game and that's all we do. Yeah. And they were like, whoever does best on the exams. That we all think we did bad on. Yeah. That we all think we did bad on. Um, which, on okay, you know what? Actually, the main character never even like agreed on the bet. They just kind of like went with it. Um, right. And he made like seventies while they made like forties. Forties and, and yeah, um, it was bad. Like they and, did bad. Uh, <laughs> and then they have to do whatever the lowest scoring person says. Um, yeah. And he says, "Confess to your crush." Confess to a crush. Yeah. Which I will say, this is such like, like, 
virgin incel like no his friends are terrible okay no i mean him at the beginning um because she like this girl he has like no interest in like anyone in the classroom and then the gyaru girl is like can i borrow your pencil and he falls in love yeah yeah because he's never a girl has never talked to him before jared yeah you have to imagine that yeah so like (laughs) it's it's very like yeah yeah so he i mean he does it and his friends watch in the bushes and like he 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 it's gonna be so embarrassing um he confesses to the girl and she says okay yeah she's like i'm not doing anything right now i'm not doing anything right now do you want to go on a date and he's like what it's like are you serious and she's like yeah let's like go on a date um much to the friend's dismay um and that's how this relationship starts yeah um fast forward a little bit literally just a little bit yeah she takes him to her like house Mm -hmm. and to her bedroom and she's like hey we gonna have sex or what yeah she she says are we aren't we going to have sex yeah and he's like what yeah he's like "Ooh, should i pass up on this opportunity to maybe lose my virginity or should i be like responsible and respectable yeah he's like i just want a relationship yeah so he does choose to be responsible and respectable Mm -hmm. and says i think we should get to know each other a little bit better before we before we do that and she was like oh yeah and she's just okay in the first episode and some in the other episodes she makes this face that's just like huh yeah like (laughs) uh, (laughs) but um essentially there there are rumors that go around the school that this girl runa sleeps with everybody Mm -hmm. essentially yeah she has a new boyfriend every couple months every couple of months um and she just and she like has a lot of sex yeah and And the experienced part is that she has had sex the experience part is that she's had sex now the thing is that she's very naive and she thinks that all guys want is sex which is why she puts herself out there like like that Mm -hmm. so she has had sex with a lot of different guys and all of these guys obviously talk shit about her behind her back and spread all these nasty rumors like oh she's so easy and whatever but it's really because she just doesn't know what a relationship yeah, is. Yeah, she's never had a meaningful relationship yeah, before. Like she and thinks that's she why had... our main character caught her off guard so much. Yeah, like she thinks that, oh, I've had like all these boyfriends and they just don't work out for me. Um, and it is kind of because she just puts herself out there. Like, I mean, it's, they get bored. That's like what yeah. it really comes down to. So she is caught off guard by the nice guy, right? And they do like they go on dates like real dates yeah it gets kind of cute okay. it gets pretty cute like it gets she, pretty cute it gets it's she buys like a matching phone case for him yes. and then he like, does goes this, through like, effort to do it yeah also. and then he like knows that she likes boba so he goes to like all of the boba shops in akihabara and uh, in harajuku. no harajuku yeah. yeah he goes to like every boba shop in harajuku and makes like a map for her yeah of like the best ones yeah it gets pretty cute. Um, oh my goodness, what was I gonna say? That. Um, 
Oh my goodness, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, that he is still very awkward about the whole situation, though. He doesn't want her to talk to him at school. Yeah, he, he like, doesn't want rumors about himself. And so he's like, don't interact with me at school. Super lame behavior. Yeah, except at the end of the third episode, yes, he's he like, confesses. I am her boyfriend. Yes, he confesses. In front of his in front of the class and specifically in front of his former love that rejected rejected him him. and just moved back into the class of course we have to have that character yeah uh to stir things up so he so he's inexperienced in the fact that he's just never really dated anybody but um he's a nice guy it's kind of all i mean i'll have to say about it and it is really funny that it is um the experienced you and the inexperienced me because honestly they're both yeah she's they're inexperienced both inexperienced as well. it's literally the that whole part of the title is just talking about sex yeah um so it's still cute though um and i think that they are going to be good for each other mm-hmm. yeah okay let's move on to um, the Forbidden Deductions. Ron Kamano Hashi's Forbidden Deductions. Now, we did just finish a detective show. We did. And with that in mind, this one is a little disappointing. Yeah. Just a little. Um, because Undead Girl Motor Force was so good. But I think that Forbidden Deductions has potential. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, a, um, I mean, it's kind of like a, it's kind of buddy cop. It's, um, a cop, a detective who is like naive and kind of foolish and, you know, the nice guy. Right. And then there is Ron, who is the genius, but he's super aloof and not really good with people. Yeah, and, and also he has this thing where he uses like a ge- he uses like a geos power <laughs> mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. like make the culprit kill himself. Yes, so that's his flaw. <laughs> um, he is Ron is the um, like the greatest detective ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but he got kicked out of college because from detective school. Yeah, he got kicked out of detective school and was forbidden from ever being a detective. Because um, he made a lot of people. <laughs> he go killed kill- all of his culprits. <laughs> he killed all of the culprits. <laughs> so essentially, he gets into this mode where he's like, "If I if I've de- deduced you as like the murderer, because it's so far it's been murder. Yeah. Um, I deduce you as the murderer. I think you should die, and I think you should be the one to do it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And then they go and they, you know, do that. So. That's his fatal flaw. He apparently doesn't know that he's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's like real hip- hypnosis stuff. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not bad. Um, it's not bad. We'll see what other mysteries unfold. I think it's going to be pretty one note. That's the thing. Yeah, that's fair. So far, um, it is like mystery of the week. There aren't any like arcs. Mm-hmm. Not really. Although I will say this last episode that we watched, episode three. It's about to go into a second Is episode. going into yeah. a second episode. So do that what you will. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Essentially. 
Um, next. Let's talk about Undead Unluck. What do you think about this show? I like this show. Okay, I do do. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Undead Unluck, um, super duper switching gears here, um, is this like futuristic. I can't tell if it's apocalypse or not. I think it is. Kind of apocalyptic. I think it is apocalyptic. A show where there are these um, superhumans. Um, I'm sure they're all regular humans as well. Yeah. But I don't know where they are. <laughs> yeah. They the regular humans have not yet have yet to be seen in the show. So far, all we have are superhumans. So our main character, the girl, uh, she is unlucky but like supernaturally unlucky to where anybody that she touches just has some of the worst luck you can't imagine like everyone dies like everyone that she touches dies it just the severity the severity of it is all is circumstantial okay yeah so everybody that she touches dies in like really unfortunate ways in random ways also um and then we have a guy named or guy named character who goes by she calls him andy or zombie you know what's really funny or what? is that in like the first episode she was like you need a name i'll call you andy and mm-hmm. then never called him andy in the next two episodes just calls him zombie just calls him zombie <laughs> yeah so essentially he can't die yeah that's just that so they are undead and unluck he right? has super regenerative powers super regenerative powers nothing can kill him um he is insane yes he's, <laughs> he's lived a long time he's lived a very long time he's cr- he's like crazy like because he doesn't care anymore yeah essentially is what it comes down to he's learned a lot he's big strong um blasting off his limbs to yeah. fly like super he's a super crazy guy so they meet i kind of forgot how a fated I think meeting. it was they just happened to meet. They just like happened to meet. Right? Oh, it's because she was gonna kill herself. She was gonna kill herself. That's and then right. he's like, "Hey, don't do that." Hey, don't do it. And then he like grabs her, and she's like, "You shouldn't have done that." And then he gets hit by the train. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. So he, so Andy, zombie, whatever, is like, "I really want to die. This has gone on too long." And he's like, "I just need you." to give me so much unluck that i that i die yeah he's like if anyone's going to be able to kill me it's going to be you it's going to be you and of course she's like super she's a shut-in because she didn't touch i mean like she had like no human contact for forever which is why she was going to go jump off a bridge mm-hmm. um but and she's like i don't want to do that like that sounds awful but through his wacky antics and personality. Uh, he's growing. He's growing on her, you know? Yeah. Especially since it was revealed that the more intimate the touch is, the more severe the unluck is. And how... And how much she likes How them. much she likes them. So, for example, they were in a sticky situation and she gave him a peck on the cheek and a meteorite fell yeah. from the heavens and crushed everything. And so he's like, that's awesome. 
so we should fuck, right? I uh, yeah. That's that's immediately where it went. Immediately. Yeah. And of course she's like, no, like I don't want to do that. Yeah. And she's like, and he's like, okay, so this is like a challenge. Like I have to get you to fall for me. Yeah. So he's trying to get her to fall for her, not like in any grand romantic way, but yeah. just like essentially by proxy. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, essentially by proxy by being a cool guy. Yeah. You and know, it's um. <laughs> It's working, all I'm saying. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, ah, shoot, what was it? Um, it's interesting because um, they immediately are like, there are rules to your unluck. Right. So if we figure out those rules, then we can use your unluck to our favor. Right, yeah. And they figure it out pretty quickly. Like, they start figuring out things pretty quickly. Yeah, because she never cool. tried to figure it out. Yeah. Like I said, she was scared of it. She didn't want to hurt anybody. While he has spent hundreds of years trying to kill himself. So knows a lot of things about himself and his powers and yeah. what he can and can't do and things like that. So uh, now there are other superhumans out there in this universe and they're all also crazy. Yes, they are superhumans that are hired by this organization by specifically government. to kill other superhumans. Yes. Yeah, so there's only allowed to be 10 superhumans in the world, but according to the government, we'll yeah. just call them the government. According to the government, there's only allowed to be 10. So those 10 hunt out and kill anybody else outside of those 10. Um, they meet two of them and they get into a little tussle, a little fight and kill one of them on purpose. Because they're like, well, or the girl, she's like, wait, I could join you guys and then I wouldn't have to fight. Mm. Right? She's like, that sounds nice. So... They kill one, um, but then the other one they can't defeat. Yeah, he's too strong. Too strong. And so, but he's like, you guys are pretty cool. And so. I don't want to separate you. Yeah. He's like, you guys seem pretty attached to each other. <laughs> so here's where the next one is going to be. You can try to kill if them. If you want to try to kill them. And then I'll put in a good word for you, for mm -hmm. you two, and you can join us as a pair. So that's kind of where the story is going. Is there... Yeah. They have gone to Russia now. They were in Japan, and now they are in Russia getting ready to fight this big bad one. Yeah, who is in love with Zombie. Zombie, And yes. they have a past together. Because past. he's he's gone through this whole thing before. Like, this has been his whole life, like, Being trying to avoid these superhuman killers mm -hmm. and having tests done on him and things like that. Right. So... Uh, lots of action. Very cool. Funny. It is. It's um, it's David production. Yeah, David production. Film. So it is very good. Yes. Okay. Next, changing uh vibes again. I want to talk about Stardust Telepath. Mm -hmm. Um. Stardust Telepath is another. It might be a rom com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's another high school um, slice of life about a girl who doesn't quite fit in and she really likes aliens and she has a hard time speaking. She has, she a hard, has hard severe time speaking. social anxiety. She can speak, but she has a hard time speaking. And um, she thinks that aliens would understand her better and she just wants to go to outer space and meet aliens. And people think that's weird. Then there's another girl who 
um, her name's Yu, she bursts into her life and is like, hi, I'm you and I'm an alien. And of course, everybody's like, ha ha ha, like in a classroom, right? But our main character is like, an alien? I want to meet one of those. And then they start a little alien friendship because Yu is like, yeah, I'm an alien, which is still debatable, by the way. Yes, she she does this thing where she's like, I have forehead pathy mm-hmm. uh, where I can read your emotions if we touch foreheads together. She's really gay. Yeah. It's really gay. And um, and so she's like, the main character's like, ah, oh, you are an alien. And so um, alien girl ha- woke up in a lighthouse with no memories. But a school ID. But a school ID. So she went to school. And yep. she's like, I don't know anything about what I used to be, but I have a good feeling I'm an alien. I mean, she lives in a lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So her whole, like, is she an alien thing? That is up in the air. It is. Um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We only recently added another character to the, the alien squad. Not that she's an alien, but call them the alien squad because their goal is to build a rocket and go to outer space. And for the most part, the show is just cute. Like, it's pretty adorable. And I like watching it because I like how cute it -hmm. is. They're all very sweet. Yes. And I think that's nice. Okay, last show. And this is one where we were at first back and forth on if we wanted to watch. Yeah. And now we are going to commit to watching it. Yes, I have had, I've heard. So one of my friends actually, um, got super into it Mm -hmm. has read like the light novels now Mm -hmm. and is like oh my god this is like the best yuri content ever made yes this is kind of the season of yuri Mm -hmm. just saying um so i'm in love with the villainess which is an isekai so if you watched our isekai episode first of all isekai means you were born into another world um typically it's like normal modern day people typically men also uh born into some sort of um fantasy other world and also you maybe remember that we don't really watch isekai yeah like ever because i mean a lot of them are kind of cringe and not and like it's cringe cringe is the best way to put it yeah so I heard of I'm in love with the villainess on Twitter um, or whatever you want to call it uh, because I follow a voice actor who is doing English dub for this and it looked cute. That's kind of all I can say is that it looked looked cute and I was like, I don't know, maybe maybe this will be the isekai. So we watched the first episode and then I was like, I don't know, it's still like pretty cringy. Mm -hmm. But then I kept seeing, I kept seeing things on Twitter and I was like, okay, fine. We need to, I, I think we just need to commit, right? We just need to commit. And it is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, I really like how it. It, we, is bare, it is very forward in what it is. Yes. In that it is a lesbian romance. Yes. So our main, our main character that gets isekai Ray, she is, um. A worker. She's a, you know, 
how these isekais go, an average gal, and she really likes this Otome game, which, um, what actually, do you know what Otome translates to? No, but it's a dating sim. It's a dating sim. Okay. So she likes this Otome game and she's played it over and over and over again. She like knows all the routes. She's obsessed with it. All that stuff. Um, but she, her favorite character is the side character villainess claire that's her favorite character that's the one that she's like obsessed with so she does like literally just wake up in this other world she might have died who knows she the game really just starts with i was an everyday worker and i like this game and then one day i woke up and i was in it like it was pretty much just like that yeah pretty much she's like i recognize this uniform I'm in the video game. I'm in the video game now. So uh, maybe she's dead. Who knows? Regardless, um, she is in the game. And the first thing she does is find her favorite character and declare her love. Yeah. Over and over. Over and over. And continuously in these coming episodes, does she do that? And her only goal is to just be close to this character. And as the name suggests, she is the villainess. Um, Because this is a dating sim you know, the main character is supposed to be going after men, right? And this villainess, Claire, serves as kind of the competing girl, quote-unquote, right? Like, she's she's the mean girl of the game. Mm-hmm. But Ray loves her. And Claire doesn't know what to do with that and gets kind of uncomfortable because she's like, what do you mean? Like, huh? So... I really like this isekai because it does a lot to f- flip the isekai genre on its head. It does a lot. Um, one, as I already said, was it being um, a female main character, since typically isekais are men. Um, she is still overpowered, which we will... There is magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's <laughs> there, magic, but it's like side It's plot. kind of side... So this is like some Royal Academy stuff and apparently there's magic also so she is technically overpowered but like we'll get to that later yeah she doesn't seem to really care about that that i she does we don't care about that plot point we're here for romance um and the fact that it's an a dating sim game where you're supposed to be romancing men and the men are trying to they're trying to romance her back is the thing like all the main one rod is like trying to to get Ray actively like complimenting her and you know, whatever. Yeah. So she like, she knows how to like, uh, she knows how to increase the like social link with the, with each of the men because she's played the game so much. Mm-hmm. And so she's like kind of actively trying to not do that. Yes. Um, but sh- there'll be points where like, Oh, you know, I made really high scores on the exams because I knew all the answers to them. Because it's and written so, in the game. Yeah, because that's in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting high scores increases the social link with this character. So and now he's and, like, wow, yeah. you're pretty smart. And she's like, don't talk to me. Yeah, pretty much. Don't talk to me. I'm not here for that. Which is just interesting. Yeah. Like, it's it's an interesting part of this whole, like, born into a, a game, uh, another world. Um. And then, yeah, another part is just that she's uh, openly, they talk yeah. about it. She does not like men. Yeah. This main character does not have any attraction to men. And that is 
so cool. <laughs> I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she admits to just wanting to make Claire happy because there are parts where she tries to help Claire like get with her main love interest. Um, but I'm just excited to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I appreciate or that I was iffy on, actually, I'm iffy. I was iffy on it and now I appreciate it was the art style of the game because I have played an online dating sim or two or three in my past and they all look like that which is to say kind of bad but in a stylized way Mm -hmm. if if that makes sense i've played those games and at first i was like this kind of looks bad but then the more i was like seeing the character designs and stuff i'm like you know what it looks like a dating sim though it does yeah it really looks like a dating sim it's crazy actually it's kind of uncanny but i've come to appreciate that about it um, were you watching? Did you, were you continuing Overtake? No, now? I wasn't. Okay. Overtake. I just want to mention Overtake though. Okay. Overtake is so it's such a crazy plot. Like I was going to watch it, and then I realized that I actually have no interest in it. There so basically, what happens is that this guy is like, I'm a photographer, but because of some trauma, I have no desire to like quote unquote do my best, and so I just kind of do whatever. But he's like well-known enough or in like big name enough to where he has like an agent so he goes to this f4 race which is like the lowest tier of racing there is Mm -hmm. um to photograph the really nice cars that go through the track before the actual race Mm -hmm. and then he meets up with this team this like really low budget team that no one expects anything from Mm -hmm. and their their driver is like you know, I don't care about anything. I just do my best. Mm-hmm. And the main character's like, oh, wow, that's cool. And then he watches him race and he's like, wow, this is how you do your best. And then the um, the racer crashes or his tire blows out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he's like, man, that sucks. And then he like finds the racer after the race and he's like crying obviously frustrated Mm -hmm. and the main character takes a picture of it and he's like i got it and i'm like what i got it (laughs) so like i like started the second episode and it's just like he's like i want to sponsor your race and i was like you know what i actually don't care about this Mm. like another racing one that's i didn't even watch the first episode but it's just because it has a funny name mf doom ghost MF Ghost. MF yeah, that, Ghost. MF Doom is some is an artist. <laughs> MF Ghost. MF, MF Ghost. Which is um is related to Initial D. Yes, it's an Initial D spinoff and it looks terrible. Just it like Initial D. Ab- abysmal. Just like Initial D. Um okay, wait. Actually one more. Did you were you continuing to watch the firefighter? No, I was not. Okay. There's also a firefighting anime out there. Yeah. But a- also firefighting anime. It has low scores already. Um, oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's boring. It's kind of boring. Because it's kind of accurate to firefighting when it's like... (laughs) A little too much. Yeah, it's that the first like... The first like 15 to 20 minutes of the show or like the first like 15 minutes of the show is them like... First off, it's in this really weird situation where like the entirety of Tokyo is on fire. And like all of the buildings are destroyed. And 
excuse me. And um, they're like in this building and they're like bringing people out of the building and they're just yelling the entire time. And like, I get it because that's how it would actually be because they have masks and stuff uh-huh. on. Oh, yeah. But like, it's just so like kind of annoying to watch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is all that we are and are not watching. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, season. Some good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that we'll just see where it goes. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Kenichi Hop podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw. Yeah.